What is up, DMV basketball fans? Welcome to another Believe in DMV Hoops. Got a great one for you here today. I have Woody Newton of George Mason uh, Basketball joining me here. Woody, appreciate you. You're a DMV native, local, all those things. So happy to have you back in the area. Glad to be home. Glad to be home. That's awesome. Uh, well, first of all, uh, you're having a great season so far. The team is having a great season. So I'm sure that's uh, you know the most important thing that you guys have in the program there is the wins-loss record is, is going well and teams look like it's gelling. And I think you've been a really big piece of that so far. So uh, it's been fun to watch. Absolutely. Um, you know, Mason has had the best start to the season in the last 15 years. You know, this only can contest to all the hard work we put in over the summer and all the hard work the coaches uh, put in in the portal to build this team to the best of their ability. Yeah, that's great. Uh, we'll get into that more here in a second. I just want to uh, knock out some ad reads before we get going. We're brought to you by Stateside Vodka and their Surfside Hard Iced Teas, Hard Lemonades, Hard Half and Halves, Hard Peach Teas, every flavor you can think of. They're all delicious. And also brought to you by Bet Online. It's your number one source for all your betting needs. You can get the latest odds, lines, and match reports for baseball, boxing, UFC, golf, tennis, everything you can think of. Bet Online is the fastest and easiest way to place your wagers, including live betting and your favorite casino and card games, available to play right from your phone. You can head to the website and use our promo code Believe, B L E A V, for 50% off welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet Online, where the game starts. Okay, cool. Now that we've got the the important paying the bill stuff out of the way here, let's get into some basketball talk. Yeah. Uh, what do you. For anybody not familiar with their game, 6'9-ish uh, forward from District Heights. So that's awesome. Uh, again, representing the DMV. You're averaging seven points, about three and a half rebounds, about a steal, about a block, and about 17 minutes per game. I think your game, though, goes so much more beyond the box score. Like, you hear that sometimes about players, but when somebody watches George Mason, mm-hmm. you kind of have your hand in everything. I, it seems like when you're out there on the court, you do a lot. And I think that probably makes both your teammates' lives easier. But I would think your coach, you know, coach loves to see that as well as somebody who can be in a lot of different situations and, and find Absolutely. multiple ways to contribute. So is, is that something you just try to do and make an effort to do, or is that just sort of naturally your game to be, to be versatile and things like that? Um, I feel like that's just natural for me. Uh, I feel like I tried hard to make that myself, like growing up in high school, sure. um, like some of my high school coaches and AU coaches was like, you don't have to be a 20 point game scorer to make money playing this game. If you be a Swiss army knife at your size and just impact the game in every level possible, then, you got a shot to make your dreams come true. You know, I looked at that and I really sat and realized that there's more Swiss Army knives in the NBA than guys that scored 20, 25 points, you know. So ever since high school, I just try to make that part of my game and impact the game in so many ways possible. I think that was great advice for the folks uh, pushing you in that direction. When, when you, like you said, when you watch these NBA teams, it's guys who can guard multiple positions and, and hit spot up threes. And Absolutely. right now, you're the best shooter in the country. Uh, I mean, that. <laughs> That I don't know how that feels to hear, but uh, I think the numbers back that up. Obviously, not probably the highest volume of anyone in the country, but uh, you are shooting sixty-four ish percent from from three on two and a half attempts per game. Yes, sir. Again, is that another point of emphasis for you the last couple years to to continue to refine that shot? Or I guess how do we have such a crazy number here like that? That's that's impressive to see. Um, I gotta I gotta put uh, all my respect towards Coach Lou and Coach Lamar for that one, you know. Okay. Endless, countless hours in the gym, you know, helping me with my shots, tweaking my shot to where it's just the best of my ability, you know. And at the same time, I'm going to give a little bit of credit to my friends because they said, you're, you're a decent shooter, you're not a good shooter. So Ooh. I felt like this season I wanted to come out there and prove them wrong and show them I was the best shooter in our friend group. So I got it. It's a little bit of mix of everything in there. I love that. I hope they're listening to this right now. You give them a little uh, I told you so. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that's very cool. I got to see you play at uh, Mount Zion. So I 
I've seen you play at that level. And then obviously as a freshman, you shot the ball really well. And then the last two years never seemed to like fully click uh, from a shooting perspective at the very least. Other than just putting in the work, is there something about the way that the team plays or the kind of looks that you're getting that's, you know, enabled you to, to hit such a high clip? Um, I feel like it goes towards our offense as well. You know, uh, a lot of places I am on the floor, you know, I don't like it's like a lot of rolling or plates in our offense. So mm-hmm. it's always somebody tagging our big because we got very skilled bigs that can score or like Keyshawn driving to the basket. So he draws so much attention. So it's easy for me to get a one more kick and I'm just wide open. I'm just lining up a three and just knocking it down. I think so much of shooting is confidence too. And there's no hesitation when you let that thing fly. So that that's very cool to see you look confident. And I think that's the player that those of us who saw you play locally, uh, you know, or earlier in your career, remember. So that, that's great. Absolutely. Uh, three point contest, you and Steph Curry, who, who should we put our money on here? Uh, I'm going to be humble and I got to stay Steph. I okay. got to stay Steph. All right. That's fair. Uh, <laughs> First name is actually Atwood. Where so Woody is a nickname. Uh, as yeah. Matt, the most generic nickname of all time. I'm very jealous of that. So uh, that that's pretty cool. Yeah. Um, do you, do you go by Woody exclusively here? Like uh, I see that on the programs and stuff here too. So I was curious about that sometimes. Um, yeah, everybody calls me Woody. That's just a childhood nickname. Uh, everybody called me. Actually, you telling people my name Atwood on this podcast might. Like open up a lot of open up a lot of people eyes to my uh-huh. real name because a uh-huh. lot of people don't know that's my real name. But you know, I got the name from my father. My father's real name was Atwood. Got it passed down. But you know, I guess my mother wanted me to have my own legacy, so she decided to give me the nickname Woody. Well, that's a good one. It has a good basketball ring to it too. They're just certain names that sound like Hooper names. I Absolutely, think Woody Newton is a Hooper name. Yeah. Uh, so we mentioned the shooting and and the things you're doing well from a versatility standpoint. I guess. One of the things I just want to understand a little bit is just, you know, last year you were in a pretty good situation in Oklahoma State. You started a decent amount of games, 13 yep. out of 29. Mm-hmm. Seemed like you were kind of building there. Uh, why why the move? Why Mason? I guess walk us through kind of that decision making or thought process and and why this specific team. Um, unfortunately, my father passed away last year. Uh, I'm very sorry to hear that. It's fine. I appreciate it. But um so he passed away and I just felt like I needed to come back home to support my mom and be with my family more, you know, because it really took a toll on me not being able to be at home and comfort her and take care of her as the man of the, man of the house now. So I just wanted to come back and be home. And when it comes to picking Mason, you know, this was my you know last go around senior, you know, so I just felt as if I needed to be around people that really had genuine trust in me, you know, and going back to that. I've been knowing Coach Skin since I've been <clears throat> 15, 16 years old. You know, he recruited me at Senior Hall. He just always been in my ear, you know. So I just felt like coming back home and playing with Coach Skin, somebody that I was already comfortable with, that he was already going to push me and make sure he put me in the best position possible to be successful at this level. And so far, that's what it's been. That's great. Uh, I've heard you mention trust before, and I, I'm with you. I think that would be a huge thing in any decision I make, especially, you know, with something that has so much impact on, on your life. Is there anything specific about him or the rest of the staff that they've done to really kind of build that trust and, and keep that bond continuing to be strong? Um, like I said, uh, most of the guys on the coaching staff that's our DMV natives, I've already knew growing up. So like I said, Coach Skin, I just gave you the whole run on and I just been knowing him since I've been 15, 16. Mm-hmm. Coach Lamar, he coached with me uh, with Team Takeover for my 16 and okay. 17 years. So the relationship was there. And then Coach Lou, I didn't really know Coach Lou that much coming here, but 
at the same time, he recruited some guys that um, went to McKinley Tech with me and Mount Zion with me. And I got nothing but great feedback from those guys saying that he's a great guy. He's going to make sure he pushes you to the best of your ability. And he's a great he's great at working out. And that's why my three point percent is so high right now. There so, you go. Yeah. I love the shout out. Yeah. I- I think a lot of times I hear this from guys is when you're being recruited, sometimes it's, it's a different dynamic from a coach recruiting you to actually playing for them. Mm -hmm. Coach skin seems like, uh, like a fun, energetic coach to play for. Not that he's not like pushing you guys hard and stuff like that, but it just seems like the vibes are really good with this coaching staff and this team in particular, that that's what it looks like from the outside. Is that the case uh, for somebody who's living it every day? Um, Absolutely. You know, um, you know, Coach can't always say we got the freedom to play our games, you know, and that's what it's been. He hasn't told nobody to not shoot no shots, not dribble the ball or nothing like that. So he's really just allowed all of us to play our game. And I think that's why so many players have had such better seasons here than they have at other places, you know, because he's really let us play our game and mm-hmm. be and thrive in what we feel comfortable doing. He's not making us play like robots like other coaches would. So at the end of the day, as long as we're handling business and making smart plays and playing together as a team, we're going to win and he's, we're going to have fun doing it. That's why the whole staff and the whole team looks jolly on the sideline every game. That's literally my next question. You got a future in podcasting if you want to hear because that's a perfect segue. Your whole team, but you in particular, mm-hmm. I think this is another thing that I'm sure that the coaches love is when you're out on the court, there's a lot of energy. When you're on the bench, there's a lot of energy. Mm-hmm. You just seem like somebody that's having fun playing basketball. I know last year was very tough for you. Is mm-hmm. that is that freeing to just be back home, be with a good group of guys and, and get out and kind of play fun basketball again? Um, absolutely. You know, and a lot of people have been telling me that, like, they've been telling me it's been a different spark about me this season. It's like I'm having fun with basketball again. And I can't say I disagree because I'm absolutely having the most fun I've had with basketball since I've been in college, you know. And I think it's a testament to a lot of different things, you know, from me Knowing six of these guys from the DMV beforehand, Darius Maddox, Trey Wood, David Dinkins, Ronald Polite, just knowing all these guys coming in, you know, already have a relationship with them and we can already bond just off that. Also, um, you know, I'm having a good year as well. And on the bench, you know, I've always been a type of person that wants to see the uh, see others around me be successful. So when I'm on the bench and I see somebody else having a great game, I'm all cheers for them because at the end of the day, I want all my brothers to uh, succeed just as much as me and see their dreams come true as well. I know that what you just said is true by the way that your teammates react when you do something well on the court, because those guys look so excited for you anytime you have like a, a big moment out there. And I think at least from a box score perspective, you probably had your two best games of the season, the last two mm-hmm. uh, coming into this. So it, it seems like somebody who's, trending up and trending in the right direction. Uh, is that just getting more and more comfortable out there as the season's gone on and kind of growing into the role and, and being able to build on stuff as you go? Absolutely. You know, uh, you know, this was a new team fairly. Well, no, nah, not fairly. There was, a, it was a whole new team. I <laughs> think a lot, of, a lot of new faces. Yeah. yeah. 12 new players, new coaching staff. So of course, everybody got to get adjusted into your, into your role. And of course it takes time, but you know, day by day, you know, I'm just starting to, get more comfortable and you know like you said I'm shooting a great percentage from three right now so my confidence is at an all-time high and I just feel like I can compete with anybody in the country at my position so at this point I'm gonna just keep working as hard as I possibly can to keep going in a positive direction throughout the rest of the season 
mentioned just having two strong games here in a row. Uh, just had eight points and eight rebounds against Loyola. You were all over the court defensively. Yeah. And prior to that, you played Tennessee, probably the best team you guys have played all year and didn't go your guys' way, but you competed hard start to finish. And, and that's mm-hmm. a really tough team. So if you're not perfectly on your game, that's going to be a challenge. But individually, you had 13 points, were four or five from the field and three or four from from three. I think yeah. to your point about play, you know proving you can play against anybody in the country, if you can do that against Tennessee, you can do that against anyone. I guess now that your coaches have seen that, your teammates have kind of seen that, are, are they encouraging you to kind of keep being that woody for, you know, for the, for the rest of the season? Absolutely. You know, um, I got to give it to our point guards. You know, they tell me anytime I get the ball, like if I got a little bit of room, shoot it, you know. Mm-hmm. So it's just like they seeing the work I put in and they seeing it translate to the game. So each and every day, they're just building my confidence even more by telling me things that I'm doing well and that I just got to keep doing them. Because at the end of the day, if I keep doing these things well, it's going to help our team be better and it's going to make us uh, be able to make a run in March when we really want to. So I just got to give that to my teammates and my coaches. They've just been really pushing me to be the best player I can be. Has it been a little bit of a mind sh- mindset shift perhaps? Like where I know sometimes when you're on a new team, you want to fit in and you want the guys that think I'm I'm an unselfish player and, and you play an unselfish game. Is it, do you need them sometimes to say like, hey, what do you, we, we want you to shoot that every time. Does it have to like kind of, you have to get in that mindset of like, I'm helping the team by by shooting when, it, when I get these looks? Um, I don't feel like they really have to tell me to shoot because like, I feel like I don't really take too many bad shots, you know, per se. Yeah. So I feel like most of the shots I take, like those are shots they expect me to take, you know, like, and if I don't take it, they'll, they'll might be more mad at me for not taking it and try to be more uh, than try to be uh, unselfish. So mm-hmm. I just feel like I played the game the right way and they, and our point guards put me in great positions to succeed. So I don't really say, uh, I don't say, like, I don't take bad shots. So I wouldn't say that's the problem right there. Oh no, I, I didn't mean it that way. Yeah, I not, not know bad shots. But like, I think sometimes, sometimes you can be so unselfish mm-hmm. that it's, that it almost is to to the detriment. Like when you shoot that good a percentage, like the mm-hmm. team is better off with you shooting as many looks as you can. But I know you like to take good looks, and and obviously that's why the percentage uh, is what it is. Absolutely. Is um is Coach Skin as somebody that like has been with this program before and understands the area and things like that? Was was that obviously you knew him for a long time? But was that an interesting piece for you to come in and and try to help? reestablish a, a, a program that was really good locally to kind of where it where it's been in the past um absolutely you know i just wanted to come back home and play for coach skin and help him create this dynasty and culture he wanted to create you know uh our coaching staff has have been consistently saying they wanted to be the uh prime time program in the dmv you know so i just feel like as a dmv guy that has played at a high level and that has seen it at all levels that i can be a big key piece to that to make the culture thrive here and help them build a culture that they want to be that best program in a DMV. Uh, that that's terrific. And as somebody who loves seeing good DMV basketball, I think you guys are well on your way uh, to doing that and building that already. So that's been fun Absolutely. to watch. Uh, just kind of switching gears here a, a little bit, I think uh, just moving into some like quicker mm-hmm. rapid fiery kind of questions. I guess what's one thing about you that people listening to this might not know, is there a, a secret uh, guilty pleasure TV show or music that that you listen to that uh, you're willing to throw out there for folks? Um, people probably want to expect me to watch Stranger Things. Oh, okay. Stranger Things is probably my number one TV show right now. It's it's go. top of number one. It's top of number one with power. But okay, yeah. there you that go. show it really uh, 
at first, like when it first came out, I wasn't really a big fan of it. But over time, I just kept seeing people repost it. So I decided to try to watch it again and actually fell in love with the show. That's cool. That's a good one. Uh, yeah, one more season left to go, right? I think they're they're getting ready to wrap it up. Yeah, season five. Yeah, that's exciting. Uh, any hidden talents or anything like that uh, that people might not know about you off the basketball court? Hidden talents? Um, no, nah, I don't really think so. I don't really think I got too many hidden talents. Uh, I will say I tried to uh, be a rapper at one point in time. Uh, okay. Like my eighth grade graduation, uh, I performed with Khalifa Park in the song When I See You Again. So you that's a lot of things that people, that's a lot of things. That's something that a lot of people don't know about me. So I tried to become a rapper at one point in time. Okay, didn't stick with it though. Decided to focus on the basketball, huh? Yeah, basketball was the way to go. Basketball. I got you. Uh, why number two this year? You've had different numbers in the past. Why? Why two? Um, you know, coming back home, I felt like it, I felt like uh, I needed to go back to my roots, and that was my high school number at McKinley Tech in Mount Zion. So I wanted to go back and put on a number that I thrived in, and so far, it's, I've been thriving in that number. That's great. Uh, for somebody who hasn't seen George Mason play a game, I guess, what's the sales pitch? I, I know you did a really good hype video the other day uh, for the program and this drive uh, that they've got going on here, too. But just uh, sell us on George Mason for for basketball fans that haven't made it out yet. If you want to play for a gritty, co- I mean, gritty team that's going to play hard, but at the same time have fun, Mason is the place to go. The coaches will let you play your game free, free, free flowing and play through your mistakes. And we're going to have fun and win games at the end of the day. How's the uh, environment and the crowd and things like that there, too, for, for people who haven't seen a game, uh, you know, a home game at least? Um, the crowd has grown consistently every game with us winning, you know. So I just got to say I appreciate the support, and we're going to keep winning. And I hope you guys keep coming out to support us because you guys are a big reason why we're 8-2 and two and why we're 6-0 at home. So the environment has been crazy. It's been good every game. Um, yeah. it's awesome. Uh, where do you see yourself in five years? I think you could have a future as a podcaster if you want, because uh, you're definitely a, a fun guy to listen to, and, and you had the segues nailed already. Absolutely. Uh, well, plan A is professional basketball, if that is, by God's grace, NBA or overseas. You know, if basketball isn't the way to go, uh, me and my mom always talked about me being a sports commentator or broadcaster, so that can most definitely be in the works as well. All right. That's like the 15 years down the road plan. We'll get a nice long uh, professional career in here first. And uh, then then you've got a definite future in that if you want. Absolutely. Uh, you've already made a couple shout outs to some of the coaches, but anyone else you want to kind of throw a shout out to or a plug for for helping you out or any kind of unsung heroes with the program that, that don't get much love typically? Uh, I got a shout out, Miss Megan, uh, academic advisor she helped that's me get one. the highest uh gpa on the team this semester highest gpa nice. in college so there you go I shout her out because uh she's really uh put so much time and effort into the program and don't too many people see that you know she works all day and night to make sure we have the best grades possible so i just got to give her her flowers and her respect and tell her i appreciate her and we all appreciate her I love that, man. I'm glad you said that because I think there's so many people that go into these programs that that don't always get kind of much attention and they're still super important to everybody's success and keeping everybody their best on and off the court. So that's a that's a great one. Absolutely. Any any social media accounts of yours that you want to throw out there for people so they can continue to to follow your journey along the way here? Um, absolutely. My Instagram is Woody4x underscore, I believe. And I feel like my Twitter is the same thing, Woody4x underscore. I'll uh, I'll have the Twitter one in the bio here for everybody if they want to that look it'll be easy for them to find. 
Uh, And then the whole point of this podcast really is just, there's so many good DMV basketball stories and we want to cover the teams in and around the district here, but Mm-hmm. This is especially nice because you are somebody from this area. So this is a, a, this is a double win for us. I guess I, as a biased basketball fan locally, I feel like this is the best basketball area in the country. But as somebody who's played everybody uh, across the country, but also internationally here as well, too, like, I guess, can you tell us firsthand just how good this area is for basketball? Um, the DMV is a hotbed for basketball, you know. Like you said, the DMV is the best place in the country for basketball, you know. Per capita, I think we produce the most Division One players in the world, I mean, in the country. So you can't deny the numbers, you know. They say they say uh, stats don't lie, numbers don't lie. So that's proven right there. And then just on an in-and-out basis, you know, from the unknown names to the guys that have big names, you know, the competition is always going to be tough, gritty, and hard-nosed basketball. And that's just what the DMV basketball is all about, you know. It might not be the flashiest. It might not be all glitz and glamour. But at the end of the day, if you got DMV guys, it's going to be a hard-nosed competitive basketball team, and they're going to get the job done. I love that. That's the perfect sales pitch, man. I think nobody wants to see five DMV guys coming at them uh, in, in a lineup. Oh, absolutely not. Absolutely not. Uh, I guess for that other team is exactly right. Uh, is there one guy from the DMV that's either the toughest guy you've had to guard or who has guarded you the best of of anybody else? Like one one name you'd shout out as being particularly tough. Um, does it have to be my class coming out of high school, or could no, it be just, like- just just anybody at any level that that you've like taken a special note of? Uh, yeah. Uh, so my sophomore year, uh, while I was at McKinley Tech, uh, we played Murray. Luca Garza. Uh, That's a big boy there. There you go. Yeah. And I was, and that was my matchup. You know, I'm 6'5, 6'6, 160 pounds soaking wet. All I'm going to say is it was a long day in the office. And ever since then, I knew Luca was going to be a problem. You know, coming in that game, you know, we was hype. McKinley Tech, playing Murray. You know, we had big expectations, but Luca, he kind of shut that down kind of early, humbled us really early, really quick. But Luca Garza was most definitely a problem. Well, for me personally, it was most definitely a problem. It was a problem for everybody in the country at, at the college level too, man. So I think you're you're definitely not alone in that one. Was it death by jump hook? Was he just just getting you? Yeah, you know, like I said, he probably outweighed me by a hundred pounds back then. So it was just a seal, and I just couldn't do nothing about it back then. Yeah, I love that. Uh, anything you have going on off the court that you want to plug or tell anybody about, or just kind of final thoughts you'd love to leave anybody that's listening to this with? Um. All I got to say is come out to our game today. Uh, we play 7 o'clock, I believe. Yeah. Also, we got more games coming up. Conference play starts soon. So come get those tickets. Come watch a great Mason team play. And love you, Mom. That's awesome, man. Thank you. Uh, this has been great. Really appreciate that. I'm happy for your success. Like I said, I think uh, every time I watch, you look better and better. So I'm glad to see that. And uh, the sky is the limit for Woody Newton. So thanks, man. Appreciate you. Good luck tonight again against Bridgewater. Like you said, at 7 p.m. Yep. So everybody can make that out to the game or check it out on ESPN+. And we look forward to following your success along the way. Appreciate it. Thank you for having me. Of course. Uh, everybody, rate, review, subscribe. We always appreciate that stuff. If you're watching this on YouTube, click the little like button for us. And also subscribe if you like the content. We've got more great sto- uh, stories like Woody's coming throughout the course of the season. So uh, we appreciate you all. Uh, we're presented by betonline.ag. And we will catch you all next time.
You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.